Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kimisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. Today, my beloved husband is going to be our guest, and he's going to sit in while we discuss prophetic intercession and praying for your children before trouble arises. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, Annie. Annie. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a blessing, as always, to be able to discuss the Word with you. Amen. I do appreciate you you coming and being my guest today, and um, I certainly am excited to hear what the Lord has put on your heart about this topic. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's necessary. Um, I, I, I think we, the church, believers, you know, however way you want to phrase that, don't always understand or realize how important intercession and prophetic intercession especially is not just in our lives, but in the the lives of our children and those we've been given, I'll say, authority over, right? Our our friends, our family, like the ones the Lord has put in our path. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's absolutely necessary. So I'm glad that we're going to discuss this because it's important. Amen. Amen. So before we get into the word, if you wouldn't mind, would you please like this podcast and subscribe to this channel and share it on your social media? It encourages us and it also gives this podcast an opportunity to be found by other people who might be looking for the word of God. So thank you so much. So the Lord has been speaking to me about um, this topic, prophetic intercession and praying for your children and family. And we're, you know, we're going to talk about children in particular um, before trouble arises, because oftentimes we wait until things are a, giant screaming um emotional mess before we engage and seek counsel from the lord or um put the strategies that god has given us into action and if anybody has ever felt strong emotion you know that it's really difficult to think clearly when your emotions are high or when there's trouble afoot there's pressure um fear is trying to overtake you but when you are able to approach things from a a calm perspective, a high seated being seated in heavenly places, and you have all of your wits about you, the mind of Christ is fully operating in you. It's so much easier and more advantageous to approach from that perspective. Absolutely. It's the difference between being, I'll say, active versus reactive. Mm-hmm. All right. And then when you're reactive, and as you pointed out, everything is, you know, and chaos, seemingly chaos Mm -hmm. around you, it makes it very difficult to hear clearly what the Lord is saying Mm -hmm. and the instruction and wisdom he's giving you on how to handle the situation. Amen. You know, even, you know, previous career, profession in the military, it was, um, there's two types. There's active and passive. Mm -hmm. And we, as believers, as Christians, as the church, the body of Christ, need to take our, the authority that's already been given to us. Amen. Right? To be alert, to be sober as... Uh, the Apostle Paul states, mm-hmm. um, are always on the alert. That's the pattern example set forth in Christ, but that's also what he's done for us. There's not a, a time of just being able to trust in, in the mechanics and tools and, if you will, that oh, we can just sit here with our, our feet kicked up and, and relax. Mm-hmm. There is spiritual warfare that's happening. 
Amen. And believers would say, I'll rest in God's sovereignty. God is sovereign, so I don't have to do anything. Absolutely, he is. But we still have to do something. This has been from the beginning, but the Lord gave us power and authority. Mm-hmm. His power and authority. That's right. In the name us. of Jesus, Amen. Right, that's that's exactly what's said in Luke, um, ten nineteen. It says, "Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you." Or other translations will say, "And nothing will harm you." So He's given it to us. He's made us a part of the the solution, mm-hmm. if you will, enforcing his authority in the earth and in our lives and in, in the protection of us, our children, our assets, you know, everything that we have mm-hmm. that he has already given to us. Amen. Amen. Um, so this message is for parents, it's for grandparents, and it's for people who want to be parents. Mm-hmm. You need to learn these things up front versus learning them on the back end. I can tell you, knowing how to parent before I became a parent would have been much more helpful than Mm, (laughs) purely learning as you go. There's always gonna be an element that you learn as you go, and God adds more to you as you Mm -hmm. journey. But learn as much as you can beforehand, because that that does provide additional grace to your life. And And um, allows your children. The trial and error method doesn't doesn't work out very well for no. Many of the people involved. I tell you what. Amen. So our main scriptures that we're going to be looking at today are Proverbs 22, verse 3, and Proverbs 27, verse 12. Um, in the Passion Translation, these verses read, uh, this is Proverbs 22, verse 3 first. It says, a prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it. But the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences. Proverbs 27 verse 12 in the Passion Translation says, A wise, shrewd person discerns the danger ahead and prepares himself. But the naive simpleton never looks ahead and suffers the consequences. The the word says that there's trouble that's common to man. And if you've arrived at the place of being a parent, you know that There were lumps and bumps and rocky roads that you went through in your life. And there's just basic trouble and things that your children will have to overcome. Now, being a child of God, you also have to understand there's wickedness that's in the world that's over and above the trouble that's common to man. And as the people of God, we are not just here. You know, God didn't just leave us without help or assistance to be bombarded by the adversary and to be. Um, overtaken and molested and pillaged by the adversary, and we just stand by and take it. He told us to submit to God and resist the devil, and the devil mm-hmm. will flee from us. But in, And to submit the co- to God, that means we have to take the door and the path that he laid out in front of us, not just saying, well, God, you're sovereign, you're going to do it for me. That's not God's way. He said, if he made a door, we have an obligation and a responsibility to take that door. And then we'll see the benefits and the blessing of what God said. Amen. Amen. And one more scripture we're going to look at. Um, Hosea chapter four, verse six says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priests before me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. The lack of knowledge is the the lack of knowledge or perception, skill, discernment, understanding, or wisdom. 
God said that if we lack wisdom, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, mm-hmm. right? Amen. Who who gives it liberally and without reproach, but let him ask in faith, right? Nothing mm-hmm. wavering because he who doubts is unstable, is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let him not think he shall receive anything from God. So as we approach God, we have to come first by his way. And then we have to complete the task and we have to stand in the place that he's given us to stand, stand in the gap for our, our children and our loved ones. Amen. How many of us know someone whose life or their children's lives have been affected by drugs or alcohol or rape, abuse, molestation, insecurity, poverty, or suffered consequence as a result of bad decisions? I know that I have. I've both been on the receiving and the delivering end of some of those things. But God has provided resources and strategies for his people to defeat the adversary. And oftentimes, because in the spiritual realm, there is no time for us as we walk through life and as humans, we can send the word out ahead of time and defeat those strategies and the weapons of the adversary long before it has an opportunity to take root or to be launched against our children. You know, when we think about the recent calamities of school shootings and mass casualties and things of that nature, if someone had interceded and stopped to pray to get the strategies from God, to hear from him and understand what was going on, those things could have been avoided. There could have been life and rescued. And you may say, oh, that sounds harsh. But the truth is, God said that he did not leave us helpless. So if we're a believer and the adversary is wreaking havoc in our life, it's because not because God has failed to do something. God never fails to deliver on his part. So we have to look at ourselves and go, okay, are we failing to do something that God has already entrusted us to do? Prophetic intercession is not something that's widely talked about or widely taught. It's mostly reactive, like you said. Reactive prayers, exactly. And then we're desperate and emotions are high and it's hard to hear from God and all of those things when God said, seek me early. Exactly. And that goes to the, the scripture you brought up in Hosea, right? Four, six. They're destroyed for a lack of knowledge, but it's also because knowledge has been rejected. Mm-hmm. Which, so it denotes two things. One, the Lord has already given the wisdom, the knowledge and everything that's required. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. It's just not been carried out or walked in. But because of that, that first thing, then now you have the second, right? It says, because you've forgotten the law of God, I'll also forget your children. Well, a lot of times we like to approach things of, of well, not we, but many approach things of, it's God's fault. He's to blame. Well, no. How can God forget your children? He knows everybody, right? He knows even when a sparrow falls. Mm-hmm. It denotes something greater. And that is the fact that because you've not, walked in the wisdom that the Lord's given you, how then can your children walk in wisdom that you have never taught them? Amen. And then how can God intercede on your behalf when you've tied his hands? Exactly. How can he step in and intervene when you tied his hands? Either knowingly or unknowingly. It's always a, it's typically one of those two things, right? We just may not have known, right? Because it wasn't taught. Or we knew it and rejected it, as the Lord is pointing out here. Like, you knew this. Like, you just rejected the knowledge, the wisdom that the Lord had given. Mm -hmm. So, 
which is the reason for the I, the series, right? It is vitally important to our lives, but not just us, our children, our yeah. children's children, yeah. and, and those that the Lord has has placed in our path, those that we have a relationship with, mm-hmm. to intercede on behalf of all the saints. Mm-hmm. You know, mothers and fathers, we have a call to intercession. And mm-hmm. I'll say it again, battles concerning our children are won and lost from our prayer closet. Amen. And, you know, whether you think so or not, and you envision yourself as being someone who prays all day or anything, you if you are a parent, if you have a desire to be a parent, you have a call to intercession. It may not be on the global scale, but it's at the very least for your four walls in your household. And, you know, I would say to to ladies, if you have a strong desire to have children, that's because God is calling you now to learn mm-hmm. from him concerning concerning them, to learn how to parent and to start now releasing um, prophetic prayers for them and um, over their they're being carried in your womb, their conception and their um, their incubation in your tummy and their delivery into the earth and the life God has for them. We know there are certain things that you're bound to come across in life. And if God is putting that on your heart now, that's because he needs you to come and talk with him about it now, not when you're pregnant and now you're thinking about how is this delivery going to go? No, no, no. Pray over your womb now. Pray over the strength of your um, your inward parts to carry that baby and deliver safely and the formation and the features of your baby that they develop healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no trouble that the, the doctors that are assigned to deliver your child are in their right mind and equipped with the skill of God and everything that's necessary. So. Like I said, this isn't just for parents who are currently parents because God is preemptive in things that he does and he gives us preemptive strategies. That means beforehand, right? Before he formed Jeremiah in the womb, he knew him. So if that's the case and that's God's character, then that's available to us as well. That's provided for his children. Well, that's actually the requirement that the Lord expects us to to mature and to live by, right? You see that in Christ. But also you see that throughout all the, what's typically known as the law and the prophets, right? Mm-hmm. And go all the way back to, uh, we'll just go to Abraham, right? Genesis 18. Mm-hmm. The Lord, the Godhead comes down and visits Abraham mm-hmm. and Abraham ministers to them and he serves them food and, and all these mm-hmm. things, right? And then the Godhead bless him. Mm-hmm. Right, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they bless him and let him know he's going to have many children and be the father of many nations. But then the Lord says, hey, I, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do, right? Since he's going to, confirming his word, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be the father of, uh, or become a great almighty nation, and all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. But then the Lord tells Abraham, hey, this is why I'm part of why I'm here is to come and search out this city, Sodom, mm-hmm. because I've heard that, that there's a lot of sin and I'm going to go examine it and, and make sure. And this is the paraphrase version. You can mm-hmm. read Genesis 18 for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. But he says, I'm going to examine it and to see if it's accurate. What, what has come up to me or um, if, if it isn't right, but I'll know either way, the mm-hmm. Lord says he'll know. And Abraham immediately begins to to intercede and to or to reason with the lord for the city he had no claim over the city in the natural if you will right it was just another city he didn't know everything that they were doing he did know that he had a relative there Mm -hmm. lot 
So he was interceding for him. And that's where you see him begin to go through. Well, if there are 50 people, will you not destroy the city? Mm-hmm. It's not a, as we were saying earlier on, it's not a time to just kick your feet up and, and relax in the Lord. Because right? Abraham could have done that. Oh, I've ministered to the Lord. He okay, blessed he, me. He this is told great. Sarah, yeah, we got the, you know. I am going to be amazingly blessed. No, right. he was still alert because the Lord didn't say exactly what he was going to do, except for I'm going to go examine the city because it's, it's mm-hmm. come to my attention that there's exceeding wickedness and sin here. Mm-hmm. And Abraham immediately begins to intercede long before the city was already being uh, well, was in the throes of being in destroyed. The, in and, the throes of being destroyed, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that how we should all live and be and act and and when we should be involved mm-hmm. before the event and the situation? And you Amen. can only have that from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, when you when you read that in Genesis eighteen, we know that God has manifold wisdom. He's able to do many things Amen. at one time. And yes, he came to encourage Abraham and then to speak to Sarah so she could have faith mm-hmm. and strengthen herself um, towards God. But also he approached him with this so Abraham could intercede. So today Amen. we're speaking the word of God to you so you can be aware and alert and sober and you can intercede for your generations for your children that need you to stand in the gap for them. Lot was like a son to Abraham. That was his nephew. Mm -hmm. And so he did have a spiritual authority concerning his nephew. But God came and told him this because he's God is omnipotent and he's omnipresent. So he knew exactly what they were doing. But he went to him to say, hey, I need you to stand in the gap because the door that I set up is that man has authority in the earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Giving you authority, right? That's the Luke 10, 19. Amen. So because I can't come and because I transferred authority to you and we know that Adam gave it to the adversary so that sin could have an opportunity, but people that are in communion with God can overrule that, Mm -hmm. right? He said, I'm coming to talk to you about this so you can ask me to intervene. That's it. You can ask me to get involved on your behalf because I cannot overrule your your sovereignty, your will that I gave you. Your free will, exactly. That's right. Our free will is our personal sovereignty, right? And, and, the, and the thing with that, too, is if you're okay with something, then there's no reason to do anything. That's right. right? So the Lord will allow it to happen. If you're okay if with... If you allow it. If you allow it, exactly. If you allow it. God has no choice. What, what, well, that, but what reason does he have to intervene? Because you're, you're stating to him, that's what you want. That's what you're okay with. Exactly. So... Whew, that was a lot. Um, sure we're, we're almost out of time for today. We're going to pick this up again in the next podcast. Um, we certainly, we're going to continue talking about prophetic intercession and the things that God has already set in place for his people to have victory and how we can go about enacting in those strategies that he's given us. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we go, would you please take a moment to like this podcast, this episode, and subscribe to this channel and share it on your social media. We greatly appreciate it. We love you and we're praying for you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.